welcome to the Create Your Big Life podcast with me, your host, Kathy Morton. I'm a mindset coach, corporate escapee, life adventurer, and coffee lover. My mission is to help you up-level your mindset, to get clear on what your most extraordinary life looks like, and build the confidence and courage to go after it. Look, I don't believe we're here to live for the weekend or grind through a job we hate or coast on autopilot. I believe we're here to grow, to go for our dreams, to experience the amazing things life has to offer and enjoy the ride along the way. Ready to create your big life? Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Big Life podcast. If you have been in my world for a while, you will know that I am totally obsessed with learning about the mind and how we can work with it to get the results that we want in life. And today we are diving into why expanding your mind is the key to expanding your life. So this episode really is laying the groundwork for so many future episodes that I have planned. Because over the last decade of deep inner work that I've done on myself and everything that I have learned along the way, I have truly come to know how our minds are the key to creating our most extraordinary life, our big life. It all really does start with how you manage your mind and what you choose to focus on, because your focus is where you're directing your energy to. So I invite you to consider this. Your thoughts are the most expensive thing in your life. Just sit with that for a moment. And maybe you're thinking, what on earth do you mean? So your thoughts can literally lead you to a multi-million or even a multi-billion dollar idea. But your thoughts can also tear you down and totally destroy your life if you let your mind control you. So now I want you to consider how much attention are you giving to your thoughts? And do you feel like you are managing your mind? Or does it sometimes maybe feel like your mind is managing you? So I shared in the last episode some of my backstory and how when I was in my 20s and I was working in London, burning the candle at both ends, and I was experiencing anxiety and panic attack for months. And this led to this wake up call that I had that I was in no way looking after my mind. And when I actually stopped in this moment, when I was about 27, and I stopped being busy and stopped escaping my feelings and sat with myself, because I was signed off work for six weeks, and I had some spare time, (laughs) I found it really, really confronting. And I remember it was around this time where I started hearing a bit about meditation. And just to make you aware as well that this was back in 2010, and meditation and mindfulness was not talked about like it is now. It's very common for loads of people to practice meditation and mindfulness, which is amazing. And it's common now for businesses to encourage it and to have meditation at work and all of this kind of stuff. And this wasn't the case back in 2010. And in fact, mental health wasn't really kind of talked about as much back then as well. That was certainly my experience of it. And I remember feeling totally alienated from everyone, really, from what I was going through at the time and feeling like there was something wrong with me. And at this time, I was starting to look into meditation. But when I tried meditation, well, first of all, I found it completely boring because I've always been a a A-type personality, a doer. So the idea of just sitting still and tuning into what's going on in my head, I found incredibly hard and incredibly confronting. And I was literally just like, what is going on in my head? Couldn't stop my thoughts. That's what I was trying to do. And I didn't realize that wasn't kind of the point. 
and so many things that I came up against at the time when I was trying and experimenting with uh, meditation. And I remember reading a Zen proverb at this time that said, everyone should sit in meditation for 20 minutes every day, unless you're too busy. And I remember reading this and thinking, go on, unless I'm too busy, which I am. So what's my alternative? And the proverb continues, unless you're too busy, then you should sit for an hour. And I just remember thinking, ah, crap. And I realize now that it's so true in that the people who think that they don't need to meditate or they don't have time for meditation are probably the ones who need it the most. But back then, I was in a very different place in my mind. And I had absolutely no separation from my thoughts. I didn't really have an awareness that I could choose my thoughts. And I was incredibly out of touch with who I was. I was bored sitting on my own. I struggled to yeah, spend a lot of time on my own, I think, as well. So I was always out with friends and things like that. And my mind was a very, very hectic place as well, very stressed, very anxious. And so learning through the work that I did on my mind that I am not my thoughts, I am the observer of my thoughts, and you are too. And so maybe this is a new concept for you. Maybe it's not. But either way, I encourage you to ask yourself how often you are maybe reminding yourself of the fact that you are the observer of your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. And this gives you the power to choose your thoughts and to choose ones that are going to serve you in the life that you want to create and to choose not to put your attention, to not put your focus on the thoughts that aren't getting you where you want to go, that aren't making you feel very good about yourself or your life or your capabilities. You don't need to continue to keep giving those thoughts power. So since that time, and my mind was a complete and utter mess, quite frankly, I have totally transformed my life since then. And what I've learned along the way is that if you want to create lasting change, you need to pay attention to your internal world because it is your internal world that is creating your results. And your beliefs are what are creating so much of your behaviors and your actions. And what most people do when they are looking to make any changes in their life is that they start to try and focus on changing their external environment or their behaviors, but they're not changing what they fundamentally believe about themselves or their abilities or their view of the world. And therefore, they end up creating the same results or sabotaging themselves in the same way or finding themselves running into the same issues time and time again. So whenever you're thinking about making a change in your life, maybe you want to start a business or whatever dream that you have, maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to start a YouTube channel or put your creativity out into the world, maybe you want to attract a relationship or you want to change your job or do something when it comes to your health, whenever you go to make a change, we always face our limiting beliefs and our fears and our doubts around this change along the journey of going after it. Um, It's important to realize that this is literally what our brain does to try to keep us in our comfort zone. Our brain will love to throw up all of the reasons why whatever it is that we want to change is a terrible idea, why it's too hard, why we shouldn't go after it, why we should have lots of doubt around it. Because if we then don't change, then our brain gets to conserve energy and stay with what is safe and familiar. And that is what our brains want us to do. Our brains want us to stay in our comfort zone because their primary job is to conserve energy and to stay with what it thinks is safe. And so this is why 
leaving your comfort zone can feel bloody uncomfortable, quite frankly. So if you want to create lasting change, to be able to actually move out of your comfort zone for good, or really expand your comfort zone to create different levels of results, then you need to also expand your thoughts about yourself and your abilities and your beliefs around what is possible for you and your perspective on the world as well. Otherwise, it's very likely you might find yourself self-sabotaging along the way to whatever your goal or dream is. So let us chat for a minute about how our thoughts are creating our experience of life. This in and of itself is a game changer if you really understand the power behind this and actually use it to implement change in your life. So your thoughts affect how you feel. They are literally creating your feelings. And how you are feeling is affecting and creating your behaviors and the actions that you take or that you don't take. And then your actions obviously affect the results that you get or that you don't get. And therefore, it affects what you experience in life. This is why it is so important to pay attention to your thoughts and to realize that you can choose your thoughts to create feelings in your life that get you to take the actions that you want to take to be able to create specific results. So let's say, for example, someone keeps entertaining the thought over and over again in their head that they are a failure. So that kind of thought on repeat, it's pretty obvious, it's not going to make anyone feel very good. So if you are continuing to think, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, then we start to feel down. We might start to feel not good enough or discouraged about whatever it is that we might want to achieve in our life. And our body is reacting to however we're feeling. And so what kind of energy would we put out if we were going around in the world with that thought on loop, I'm a failure, I'm a failure? We aren't really going to be projecting confidence. We might be hesitating all the time. We might be shrinking or hiding or not even kind of putting ourselves out there at all. And so this can lead to us not taking actions very confidently, or maybe even not even taking any actions at all. And therefore, we might not get the result that we want, which reinforces our thought that we are a failure. That is just one example of how a disempowering thought can continue to create a self-fulfilling prophecy in the way that you show up and the way that you feel about yourself. On the flip side, though, Let's say you are engaging with a more empowering thought more regularly, such as, I can learn anything I put my mind to. I'm getting more and more confident with practice. These kind of thoughts will increase your confidence and therefore trigger a more positive emotional state, which again, your body is going to react to that more positive emotional state. And you might then carry yourself differently as you take these different actions by standing up straighter, feeling more energized, walking prouder, And that person who is showing up with that different energy, with that different level of confidence, is going to take different actions and therefore create different results. So hopefully you can see just in those two really clear examples of how thinking a specific thought can really change how we feel and therefore how we show up, how we take actions, as well as what kind of actions that we take, and therefore it affects the results that we get. And what we want to understand as well is that when we repeat a thought enough times, and crucially, when it's a thought that comes with emotion attached to it, it becomes a belief for us. So a belief is simply a thought that you have affirmed so much that it has just become a truth for you. And then that belief becomes a lens with which we see the rest of the world. 
And neuroscience has actually proven that our brains don't align our beliefs to fit our life, but aligns our life to fit our beliefs. So this is how we end up going through life, believing certain things about ourselves, about our capabilities, about what's possible for us and about how the world is. And then know this, we are always trying to prove ourselves true. And this is how your beliefs dictate the results that you get in your life. We all have a filter in our brain called the reticular activating system. And this filter is deleting, generalizing and distorting our reality based on what it thinks is important to us. So the best example of this that you have probably been aware of before is, let's say you're going to buy a new car and all of a sudden you see that type of car on the road everywhere. And you're like, has everyone else suddenly gone and bought this car? <laughs> like, why am I seeing this car everywhere? And it's because you have told your reticular activating system that this make and model of car is important to you. And therefore it's started to filter into your awareness more. It's not like these cars have suddenly all appeared on the road. It's just you have started to become more aware of them. So this is also working though for other areas of our life that our brain thinks is important. And this is great if you are seeing the world based on lots of empowering beliefs, but it's not that great when you are seeing the world based on some disempowering beliefs. So say, for example, you have a belief that money is hard to make, then you're going to keep seeing evidence of that. Or say you have a belief that you're not very lovable, you're going to keep seeing evidence of that. Or if you have a belief that people are untrustworthy, you're going to keep seeing evidence of that. This is why it's really important to expand your mind, to expand your beliefs and to rewire them if you want to create different results in your life. The good news is, is that you can rewire your brain to change how you see the world, to change what you think is possible for you and to change how you see yourself. And then you get to see evidence that helps you to get where you want to go. So creating your most extraordinary life starts by expanding the kind of thoughts that you're thinking the beliefs that you're entertaining, the feelings you're experiencing, and therefore you will expand the actions that you're taking and the results that you get as well. So maybe you've heard this quote before by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And I want you to consider maybe an example from your own life where you have literally talked yourself out of something before you've even given it a go because you didn't think it was possible for you, because you didn't believe that that was realistic for you. So there's an example from my own life when I was running my fitness business. And at the time, an online fitness coach called Kayla Itzinas was bursting onto the scene. And she was creating this huge online business, which when I last read an article about it, I think it was making 600 million a year. So she is still running that business and it's still absolutely amazing and doing incredibly well. It's called Sweat. It's now an app that you can get on your phone. But at the time, it was more, much more in its early stages. And I remember friends saying to me things like, oh, why don't you do something online like that? You know, look at the success that she's having. And I literally remember looking at her thinking, there is no way that I could achieve that. That is not possible for me. I had a lot of insecurities at the time. I didn't feel very confident in myself. I was massively comparing myself to others. And I didn't even allow myself to explore the possibility of being able to create anything online or to be able to create a business that was even a quarter of the successful financially and uh, numbers wise as she had, because I just simply told myself that I couldn't. And so therefore I was right because I didn't even try. So I want you to perhaps consider a time in your own life where you have blocked yourself 
by thinking that you can't do something. And so therefore you don't get even out of the starting gates. And so allowing yourself to even entertain the possibility that it could be possible for you to sit with the question, why not? If it's possible for someone else, it's possible for you too. So it starts with even giving yourself permission to dream, to entertain the thought that it could be possible for you. So that's the first expansion that we need to at least have in our minds to be able to then create different results in our life. So back then as well in my life, I was much more what I would have described as a realist to how I would describe myself now. I'm not quite sure how I'd describe myself now, but I definitely am not supportive of realistic goals. And I'll tell you why. At the time, I used to set goals based on what I thought was possible and to look at my current results and think, well, I would just like a little bit more, you know, I'll go for a little bit more than what I currently have because that's what's realistic. And I don't want to be disappointed by not going for some, by going for something bigger and then not getting it. But I didn't realize how much I was holding myself back by only allowing myself to think of realistic goals. So if you focus on being realistic, you are only going to get what's realistic. And realistic is just such a load of crap anyway, because what's realistic for you isn't realistic for someone else. So someone who perhaps is running a multi-million dollar business, that's realistic for them. And so again, if it's realistic for them, why can't it be realistic for you? But dreaming big is such an important step to expanding your life. So just allow yourself, allow your mind to literally expand and to go into this realm of possibilities. Because so many women that I coach, when we start working together, it's very common for them to have not even allowed themselves to dream for ages, to have forgotten really how to dream because they have put their dreams onto the back burner, onto the shelf that's been collecting dust for so long that they don't want to disappoint themselves by not being able to achieve something or they haven't been prioritizing things in their life or they've been told at some point in their life that they should stop dreaming and be more realistic. But big dreams and allowing yourself to even entertain the possibility of them is really, really crucial because it actually changes the way that you think. If you set yourself a goal that is a big, scary, hairy, audacious goal, then you are going to have to think very differently about how on earth you are going to achieve that versus setting a realistic goal that you know that you can hit. That does not change you. That does not get you to think differently. And it does not get you to really create anything wildly different from the life that you have right now. And so when you also have a big dream, like I have a huge vision for this business and how many people I wanted to help and the kind of lifestyle that I am going to continue to evolve and grow into. And I will definitely share more about those kind of things on future episodes. But I know now from experience that when you have a big dream, when you have something that you really give a crap about, it creates a different energy in you. People ask me all the time, how are you so motivated to do all the work that I've done on creating the program that I've created and starting a business and all of the moving parts and things that have gone into that. And it's because I care so much about what I'm doing and because I'm so passionate about the dream that I'm working towards. If I was working towards a realistic goal, it's very easy to just be like, meh, maybe I'll just do something else tonight instead. Or maybe I'll not really do that thing that I need to do because I'm just not really that fussed about it. And so having a big dream, having something that gives you purpose and meaning and 
energy really gets you to show up differently. It helps you create that momentum that is required to be able to take the steps towards it. And it changes how you think. It literally makes you turn into a different person, as in a higher version of yourself, not a totally different person, but as in like a better version of yourself, a more expansive version of yourself. Because in order to achieve a big dream, you need to evolve as a person. You need to step out of your comfort zone, which means you're going to grow, which means you are going to be becoming that next level version of you. So dreaming big and expanding your mind and giving yourself permission to dream is essential for being able to get wildly different results in your life. So what I hope you understand from what we've covered so far is changing your life is about so much more than just simply changing your actions. It's about changing how you see yourself, changing what you believe is possible for yourself. It's about getting yourself to think differently so that you can create different results and so that you can evolve into that next level version of you, which is going to be required to be able to really make your dreams become a reality. And it really is about changing how you see yourself and your identity, because that is how you start to create lasting change. Changing yourself and how you're showing up in the world is going to create wildly different results from staying exactly the same in your comfort zone and just trying to take different actions or trying to take more or very similar actions. So I invite you now to have a think about something that you want to change in your life. Again, maybe it is that you want to start a business, attract a new partner. Maybe you have a health goal. And I invite you to write down everything that you think and feel about making this change. Do you believe that you can achieve your result with ease? Do you believe that it's possible for you? So whatever you write down, just allow it to be whatever it is without judgment, because it's going to give you awareness about what you're thinking, about how you're thinking. And that thinking is going to show you your beliefs. And this is such a powerful exercise because then you might be able to see, oh, this is why I'm finding it more challenging to create this result because I don't actually think it's possible. I don't actually think that I can do it. And then we remember whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And also your thoughts generate your feelings, which affect your actions, which affect your results. And so therefore, if you want to have a different result, what do I need to think that's going to create the feeling that I'm going to need to be able to take the actions to create the result that I want. For example, let's just say you want to start a YouTube channel and you are looking to feel confident when you are creating that YouTube channel. What are you going to need to think about yourself and what are you going to need to tell yourself and repeat to create those feelings so that then you can take that action from that place of feeling confident. And when you start to look at starting with your thoughts and how they impact how you feel and how you show up and the results that you create. This is honestly such a game changer in your life, but you have to start doing that work to have that awareness of your thoughts. And this is why meditation can be such a powerful practice because it gets you to become more aware of your thoughts and to remind yourself that you are the observer of your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. And then when we remember that we are the observer, we have the power to choose different thoughts, to choose thoughts that are going to create different feelings and different actions and different results. So I'm gonna leave this episode there. So much more to impact when it comes to the mind. I really want to share about the power of your subconscious mind and how that is a key part of creating change with more ease in your life as well. 
And that's something that we're going to dive into in a future episode. So I want to keep it separate for now. But for now, I just want you to start to become more aware of your thoughts and to ask yourself, where are your thoughts limiting what you want to create in your life? Have a fantastic rest of your day, whatever time of day you're listening to this. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, then it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. It really is the best way to help this podcast grow and support me in sharing this with more awesome people. If you're not already following me on socials, come say hi on IG at It's Kathy Morton. I can't wait to connect with you there and on the next episode, of course. In the meantime, go out there and enjoy creating your big life.